What up, y'all? This is Justin Muzak. You are now tuned into The Great Late Show on KQBH. I have my guest here. He's from New Jersey, Young Benny. How you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Thanks for having me. Man, it's a pleasure. Um, I discovered this cat about a year ago based off his song In the Dark. And a lot of listeners know I've been finding a lot of music through instagram ads just you know when you're randomly scrolling and then you just find some dope music and i stumbled upon him and this song really spoke to me it, it spoke to me in ways because i feel like i was going through a breakup and like part of the song you do mention that and it's mm-hmm. just it's just the vibe and then the video was so minimalistic but you were spitting and the conviction in your voice it just it drew me in and I was like, all right, I got to connect with this guy. So it's cool. A year later, we're having this convo. And um, like I've told a lot of artists on the show and then off air, uh, the people that I've really built rapport with, I'm really just giving them the opportunity to tell their stories and things of that nature. So once again, I appreciate you coming through and everything. I appreciate you having me, man, for real. And yeah, I appreciate you liking In the Dark, man. That's one of my favorites, so oh yeah yeah yeah. it's incredible where i want to start off with this is the beginning before you were into music you're on the brink of getting into the nfl right yeah yeah i mean yeah for like the most part i mean i had like uh i played two years or three years of college football Mm -hmm. um after not ever playing high school or anything like that like i was just yeah i was a skater in high school and, uh, you know, I kind of dabbled in with music in high school, too. It's like kind of like just like, you know, if I saw my friend had a microphone at his house, we would just like, you know, I don't know, go on GarageBand or whatever the, the software was at the time. And we would just like rap and make make like little songs here and there. But uh, for the most part, I was just a skater in high school. And then when I graduated, for some reason, like um, I was playing Madden one day with my friend and I was like, damn, I, I want to play football. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And so... Uh, I was in community college at the time at uh, County College in Morris in New Jersey. And, um, you know, my, I didn't give it, I mean, I didn't care about high school whatsoever. And, mm. you know, I kind of just, my grades were blah and I got into community college, didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, so when I realized I wanted to play football, I, I realized I needed to get my grades up to, to do that. So I got up, you know, got my grades up, transferred to a, a a college called Kane University and uh, played two years of, of or three years of there and um, yeah just you know did really well and I knew a, a gym around the, the area that was local that was like you know training athletes for the NFL combine so I wow. was always in con- yeah I was always in contact with them and I'm like hey like you know I don't have a lot of experience but do you think I could you know join you guys and maybe get a chance at this whole thing and they were like yeah and you know they hooked me up they did a, a solid for me and uh, they let me roll with the guys and I got a, you know, I was running routes one day at a field with um, a couple of receivers and a quarterback and there was an agent there because, you know, I was dealing, I was running around with like D1 athletes that were, you know, pretty, they were getting looks, they were getting looks like left and right. So you know, the yeah, agents yeah. would come to the field and watch them throw. And there was an agent there and he was like, yo, like, you know, who's that? He basically called me later that night and said he wanted to sign me. And uh, he got me into a pro day at Fordham and uh the rest is history i had to work out with the jets and giants after that so that's incredible you're just like you know what i could do this playing madden that's 
that's impeccable, man. I, I can't even imagine the training, especially if you didn't even play high school. Yeah. Man. How many it, hours it a day? How many hours a day? Well, man, so when I was training, when I realized I want to play for for college, you know, try to play in college, I had no guidance. I was just kind of like going along, like just training myself and, and uh, looking on YouTube, like running routes. So I would do I joined a gym. I, uh, you know, started throwing the football with my dad and I was, I became like a workout maniac, man. I was probably working out like, I don't know, twice a day for like two hours each time. And oh, I had, I, I, dude, I ended up writing my own program, like fully, you know, I, the more I like got dove into it, the more people I met, the more connections I made. And, uh, you know, they helped me along the way too. But man, once we, once we got in that combine training, that was a nine to five job every day. We, we would train speed from nine to 11 and from one to, to four, it would be a lift. And then from four to five or five thirty, it'd be a uh, positional work. So you were, we were going all day from pretty much like eight thirty to five thirty at night. Wow. And that was six days a week too. That, that's impeccable. Like to, to yeah. be honest, that is probably one of the most amazing stories I've ever had on the show. And I've been doing this for three years. That's, okay. <laughs> that's, that's really dope because I've had some people be on the brink of making it to the NBA or their student athletes. But I, yo, just the fact that you were just like, you know what, where there's a will, there's a way. And I'm going to actually make this happen. And you're training yourself. Like, my mind is blown right now. And the other part that really blew my mind, you're like, I was just a skater. I, <laughs> I, I am a big, big skateboard fan. I'm, I mean, let me ask you, what year were you born? I was born in 91. Okay, 91. Okay, I'm 92. So okay. you remember when skateboarding took over the world, right? Like, X Games, it was humongous. Like, Tony Hawk doing the nine... Uh, the 9,000, right? Or 900, no, 900 Nine. spin. You Yo, yeah, that, 100%. Yeah, I was, I was a huge Tony Hawk fan with the video games and stuff. Oh, those soundtracks were everything. Oh, my God. The, underground was my favorite one. Underground, okay. I was more of an underground two person. And, okay. And here's the thing. Some people don't know, but a big influence of this show is the Tony Hawk pro skater soundtracks like those changed the game and introduced a lot of people to like some underground stuff like atmosphere you know what i mean like people like that so i had to i had to go ahead and run that all right okay in terms of skating are you more vert or are you like street so let me let me just clarify i actually ended up rollerblading like aggressive inlining oh yeah, but but in that sense too, I, I was sponsored by a, skate, a local skate shop. So you know, before my football endeavors, I was uh, I was a rollerblader. I started out skateboarding, but all my friends were rollerblading. I'm like, oh, you know, I was a decent skateboarder. Like I could do like a tray flip, I could kick flip, I could do all that stuff. But like, I couldn't see myself like board sliding down like a you know a twenty stair rail. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's like, difficult. <laughs> it's it's so funny with with language and slang because. In in skate world or skate you know skating world, it's like when you, when you say you skate, it's like it's like oh skateboarding, you know what I mean? Like, but blading, let I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it real with you. I bought some blades not too long ago. I was trying to get into it. Um, I had stopped because my mom was like, "Yo, it's COVID. If you end up in the hospital, it's it's gonna 
take them a while to get to you. So I was like, yeah, I got to kind of stop. That is some real dedication because blading, if you fall, you cannot jump out of blades. You cannot, like anything else, you could jump off a bike, you could jump off a scooter, you could jump off virtually anything. Blades? That's that's some other that's some other stuff there, my friend. Oh yeah, no. You, once you're once you're locked in, you're locked in. So you're, you're going for it or, or not, you know. Wow. So it's like you know. I, but to answer your question, I was more of a street guy. I, I was never really like into the vert. Um, Got yeah, it. I didn't. I didn't like. The, I didn't like the feeling of dropping in. I'm like, I, I could do it, but I didn't like dropping in on like you know 16 foot uh, half pipes and stuff with like four feet right. of vert. Like I just, I I, I went to Woodward for like three years in a row when i was like younger mm-hmm. and um these two asian dudes man they would they would show up at woodward and they were legit like getting probably like 15 feet of air putting stickers on the, the rafters oh <laughs> like in the god. building oh my god wow forget their names bro, but they were, they were so good i think they ended up on nitro circus for a little bit wow. i know one of them none of them did chris Haffey did but i, I think those two also did but yeah, man, I, the vert wasn't vert wasn't for me. Like I wasn't a I wasn't a guy that would flip or anything. But you know, when it came to like my my style of skating was like um, very like intricate tricks. You know, like one foot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they might not be like the biggest uh, you know down rail or anything like that. But I'll, I'll give you like a pretty intricate trick on like a, a handicap rail. You know. Got it. Got it. Wow, I I did not see that coming in terms of you know rollerblades that's that's insane i'm gonna send you the i'm gonna send you my edit after uh we get off the phone oh yeah you you have to you have to i mean <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna love it <laughs> no I, I i think it's dope actually i think around like winter time of last year because i was trying to get into it i was like watching people freestyle and like there were some cats in new york that were doing it and they were just zooming past people and they're going backwards and i was just like I don't know if I'll be able to do that, but this is amazing. <laughs> no, yeah, man. It's, it's, it's definitely, uh, once you get the hang of it, it definitely becomes easier, but it's just about getting to that point, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, I, I bet, I bet. But, but man, like, I would, you know, I don't know how long we're going to touch on this for, but, man, I, I literally, like, I would go with my tripod and my Nikon D40 to this place down, uh, I don't know, like, two miles down the road from me mm-hmm. every day after school. And just skate and take pictures of myself on self timer, and wow. like, just like learning. I my my goal was to learn a new trick every day on like an actual handicap rail that like, you know, you can make it. Uh, you know, you take a cool picture with, or you know, have a skate clip from. You know, that that was my goal. And a lot of times, my friends like, they'd want to go to sleep after school, and I was like, man, I want to go skating. So I ended up, got a tripod and just you know started taking stuff on self timer. So. What, you know, like you said, there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> yeah, what, what I'm noticing is you're, you're very goal-oriented and, you, and you're able to find the parallels between, like, football, blading, hip-hop. Um, is that how you're able to do it? You, you just kind of find the connection? Or is it just, like, all just your mentality? You're just like, you know, no matter what I'm going to do, I'm, 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 I'm going to make this happen. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, so, I'm a very competitive person. So, like, you mm. know, I... You know, competitiveness drives me, and I want to be the best at everything. So I know what it kind of—I like to think I know what it takes to be the best. I'm not saying by any means I'm the best at what I do and anything, but like I'm trying to get to be the best, you know. And got it, yeah. I I know, like you know, I, I know I have to put the hours, and I know I have to, 
to to put the time and the work in. So it's like you know, that what you what you put in, what you get out. You know what I'm saying? Or you get out what you put in. So exactly, exactly. During your football days, were there certain songs or artists that would just help you get in the zone? Oh, whether you're training, whether you're just you know, games coming up or whatever the case may be. You know what, man? I was like kind of like uh, weird with that. I I would always work out with no music. Oh. So like, yeah, wow. like I didn't, I never needed headphones or, you know, I would just listen to whatever the gym was playing or, you know, mm. most of the time I would just kind of be like uh, in the locker room before a game, whatever they were playing. But like, you know, I, I listen to music like differently. Like I, I, I love going on like just drives around town or like drives wherever like you know i love to drive so i just put on on songs there and that's when i usually like listen to my music the most but um yeah so i think whatever you know meek mill was always playing in the locker room future we were, we were playing back when uh it was like 2015 when drake and future dropped uh what a time to be alive oh i can so, i can only imagine yeah and like future like uh march madness was out so that was on repeat all the time and in the locker room it's so funny because these rappers. Tory, Lane, Tory Lanez too is just like kind of coming. Like he's been on the scene for a while, but he was just coming coming into like the, the mainstream. So that song yeah. with him and Meek Mill. Oh that, yeah, that of one, course. Like, yeah, yeah, of course. It's so funny because the people that you named, they they can be seen at basketball games, football games. Like they're they're big fans of sports. And do you really believe that most rappers want to be ballers and vice versa? Oh, absolutely! Drake Drake said that, and uh, and thank me now. Mm-hmm. Said more, uh, sports and music are so synonymous because they want to be them, and we want they want to be us or something like right, that. Right? Like, exactly. You know, it's it's a hundred percent. Yeah, it goes. It's. I mean, look who hangs around everybody. You know, like Drake hangs out with Kevin Durant and, right. and all those guys, and the Golden State Warriors. Like, they're always riding together. So, I, I believe it. In, in analyzing certain players, have you ever compared them to rappers? Mm. Like like this person's like the Jay Z of basketball or football. Uh, um, you know what? I never thought of it like that. But if I had to say, um, because sometimes I get I get in my bag of like, yo, I want to be the Kobe Bryant of radio. Like like you know like you know some people think like that, especially if oh, you're competitive. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, I, I definitely, uh, I never like did that kind of comparison. But I don't know, I'm always just trying to be the first me, you know. Hey, that's the most important thing. <laughs> first, the first young Benny. First young Benny. Transitioning more into music when you realize that football may not be in the cards for you. How how did yeah. you take it and how did you cope with it? And then the other thing I kind of want to get into is, did you have a good support system around you? when you know you're going through that um so yeah like you know my last time i ever did anything really football oriented was like a cfl tryout like canadian football league Mm -hmm. and um yeah like after that like you know i thought i did really well like the gm of the team talked to me afterwards and he was like hey like you know just be ready we might call you blah 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 and they never did and, um, you know, my agent, like, you know, he was telling me, like, oh, like, just, you know, keep in shape. And that was pretty much it, man. And then what ended up happening was, like, I got a full-time job and as a personal trainer. And, Damn. you know, next thing you know, like, 
I was in the best shape of my life, like training every day. And then next thing you know, I'm working all the time. Like, you know, you're, you're working and yeah. I was, a co I'm, I'm coaching kids, I'm training kids, I'm active. And then my workouts start getting less and less and less. And then the last thing I wanted to be was at a gym after working there all day. And, you know, yeah. you kind of, you start, you don't hear from the agent anymore. You're not, you're not running routes anymore. And it's like, it kind of just like faded, like very slow at first and then just went straight down. It was like, wow, I'm like in life now. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm Got actually it. just doing yeah. this. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I just wasn't, I'm not like fulfilled with that. So like I, I picked up music and um, going back to the support system. Yeah, like my parents were like very proud of me. My family was, was very proud of me that I even oh. took it to the level that I did. Mm -hmm. um, certain friends were for sure. Um, but you know how that goes, man. A little success will drive some people crazy, I guess. Yeah. You know? Oh, tr trust, man. I mean, mo <laughs> more than you know. More yeah. than you know. And that's, and that's awesome about the support system. And I feel like when things don't work out, I mean, it, it can take a blow to the mental health. And I feel like in the last year or so, because of the pandemic, um, mental health has become a really big conversation. And... I wanted to know in your household was that a continuous conversation because you've been open about your brother having autism and everything yeah um has mental health been an open conversation yeah just w within your household uh, within your family and everything you know what man like to be honest not not so much um i i don't really talk about it too much like you know i i went through a very like last year a lot of things were happening like you know oh yeah of course um having or even year before covid too like you know i was going through like a very rough relationship mm -hmm. and uh you know certain friends were dropping out of my life and everything was kind of just going down i was working all the time before covid and i was really just exhausted yeah and uh it wasn't you know i wasn't in a good spot and like i i beat myself up a lot of the time i'm always in my head and um i probably should talk about it more but that's why i use i use the music as an outlet you know um, I don't want to sound I don't want to sound like too cliche, but like for me, man, that actually really does help. You know, like you could you could hear it in, in scars and you could hear it in, in, in dreams if you listen to that song. But yeah, I was I was going through it for a minute, man. And like kind of like what you said before, like <clears throat> when football start, it could take a, a blow to your mental health. Like it, it did, but to a certain extent. But then like when I'm putting all of my energy into music and this and that, like it makes me wonder if anything's ever going to work out for me you know what i'm saying like right. football football didn't work out and is music going to work out skating was you know i don't know if you could even go professional for rollerblading anymore but <laughs> you know i just i work so hard at these things and i want to see like you know i want to make it my life whatever i do right <clears throat> and it's, it's you know it's going to hurt me if i don't <clears throat> get to that point you know right but i i personally think that you're making the right moves i mean we're out we're on the phone and you know this is airing in los angeles i mean yeah different coast yeah. so you're on the right path no doubt no, i appreciate it yeah. yeah yeah thank you yeah i mean and this is probably the most personal i've ever gotten on the show but yeah i was i was going through a similar thing probably the exact same thing I, i've even on air been like yo guys I'm, I'm going through a breakup right now so we playing some of these songs because i'm going <laughs> i'm going through it and i think that when you're creative or when you put so much energy and, and dedication and passion into what you do when things may not go the way that you want them to go or um you, you're having a hard time balancing things you 
there's no way that you don't overthink things because if you're competitive and, and you're trying to get somewhere, that means that you're strategic. So you're like, what strategy works? Why didn't this work? So then it becomes like this ongoing cycle. So yeah. And especially in music, man, like, you know, it's, it's so different from what I've been doing with football. Like, you know, if you score a touchdown, everyone cheers. Right. You know what I'm saying? But not like every time you make a song, like, you know, people might like it. People might not say anything and like it. You know, it's like you don't know <laughs> oh, all the time. Oh, yeah. There's there's closet fans. There's closet spectators. There's, yeah, it's it's weird. Um, being in the limelight and being an entertainer, and then it depends on what sector, because like you're saying, in sports, people cheer. They're, they're, you, you're able to gauge how well you're doing their stats. Whereas music is, it's so subjective. It's so right. like, you know, like you said, sometimes your fans might go crazy and be like, oh, this is fire. And then sometimes it's, it's crickets. It's, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. But I, I, I take that, like, you know, a song like Same Energy too, right? Same Energy was out my mixtape that I dropped in October. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this song's fire. Like, you know, I love this song. Mixtape came out. It was like the bottom of the barrel on my Spotify. It was probably the last song on it, there. It's like <laughs> it's like that. It, I don't. And I, then yeah, go ahead. Am I bad? And then I released the uh, the the visual for it, and now it's my number one song on Spotify. So it's like you just you know you never know with this stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, it's promotion, <laughs> marketing. It's it's so many different things. But I personally, and I'm not just saying that because you're on my show, but I personally feel like you are on the verge of it because of the way you're going about promoting how personal the music is, how open you're being, um, even in this conversation, how real you're being, people are going to relate to it. Um, and, and this leads me to basically where I want to go else with this conversation is, do you feel society has shed enough light on ableism, mental health, or the stigma that comes with that? Because... I feel like we're just getting to the conversation, we're, but we're not at the meat and potatoes of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's definitely starting to get a little more light uh, through Instagram and stuff. I see um, people always, you know, doing mental health checks and posting about mental health and how, you know, I, the, the latest one I saw was uh, men and mental health about how men, you know, they, don't, they never really ask for help in a lot of senses. Yeah, you know, they kind of yeah. just deal with their... You know, it's basically like the stigma of like men can't ask for help or go through trauma because we're, you know, we're men. Like, you know, exactly. we deal with everything and, and our problems. It's not that's not the case, man. Like there's I lost a friend to suicide back in 2012. Oh, man. And it's yeah, and it's yeah, man, it was a sad situation. Like, you, you know, I would have never, you know, I would have never have known. Like, I definitely <clears throat> saw sides of him, but I never thought that, like, that was going to be the ultimate in what he ended up doing, you know, but yeah. it happens, man. Oh yeah, and, for sure. I mean, it's and it's crazy. like, and, and to go back to that, it's also like, <clears throat> it's definitely coming into light a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, I, I I would like to see it a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's 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 slowly getting there, and I think the pandemic, with whatever you were going through, it just accelerated or amplified, or just enlarged what was really going down and i and i think anybody listening to this i think they can relate to that <laughs> oh yeah yeah it, it was it was a very tough time but 
Yeah, very. I mean, I, I drank a lot during the pandemic, to be honest with you. I was, uh, I drank, you know, I, I was off from work for three or four months. Mm. And, you know, you slowly find yourself, like, especially as an artist, I'm trying to create music at night, you know, because I can stay up till whenever now. Like, I didn't have to wake up for work at right. six or seven anymore. Yeah. So I'm going to bed, like, you know, I grab a glass, glass of wine and, you know, maybe do a couple other things like an edible or something. But, you know, I'm up till four in the morning and next thing you know, like, you drank a whole bottle. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> damn. It's, and to be honest, it's easy to do. It's, it's, it's real easy to do. I mean, before you know it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then actually, you know, it's like I had to like kind of be like, yo, I'm, I can't drink tonight. Like I need to take a, uh, take it easy. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, I mean, especially a lot of musicians, they make their best stuff at night, too. That's and, what I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, no. I feel like I made so many good songs like that. But like, it's just it was taking a toll on me, man. Like, you know, after when I was. I was waking up all like you know hungover and just not like you know then dealing with my problems then too it was just like what you know the breakup and you know right. my friends at certain points it was just it, was, it got ugly for a little bit but the interesting thing is with artists i feel like choose your escapism right because for some people they just dive so much in the music they try to black out everything else that's happening or they try to combine the two it's like all right well I'm going to escape here through substances and then I'm going to try to make some music so other people can escape. It's it's a wild game. And kind of like what you said, with sports, once again, it's you're able to gauge because it, that's escapism for them, too, the fans. But but you're you're so you have to be so in it that it it. I'm trying to word it right, but it's like you have to be so in it that you can't really escape from it. But music, there's so many different holes and trap doors, um, even when you're trying to create or deal with your own problems is, I guess, the best way I can describe it. Yeah, no, for sure, man. It's like, yeah, we could we could do the comparison all day with the sports and the music. Like I would go, you know, you go on Instagram now and people are buying their likes and they're buying their followers and they're gassing their numbers. Where in sports, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? You, oh you, yeah, you, you make five, you make you make five catches a game and score a touchdown. That's what it is. You, it's not, they're not going to give you ten extra catches. Oh right, <laughs> you know right. What I'm saying? You can't gaslight people in sports. <laughs> yeah, so it's like you know, all this hard. I'm dropping all of me that I'm doing a good job and they like my stuff. And then it's like, all right, well, why am I not getting the numbers on online or anything and then you look over and then someone else is getting like 70,000 plays and it's like yo like where are these coming from you know what <laughs> I mean like I yeah I, I just don't I don't get it sometimes man like yeah. they have one song on Spotify and it'll have 34,000 plays or whatever it is you know, yeah. I, I don't even know. and like I, I I got caught I never bought streams or did any of that like you know goofy mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. but like, I wasn't works so like these playlists would dm me and be like yo man like this is fire like you know pay 50 bucks we'll put you on the top of our playlist and the next thing you know like you look like two days later and there's like five thousand on your song but then like you're not gonna gain any fans out of it it's basically like maybe real people are playing it or bot i don't know i don't even know like this one playlist for me and I ended up getting like 18,000 views in like two weeks right. or 18,000 streams. Right. And I was just like, I didn't get any fans of that. 
no retention. Like nothing, nothing came from it. I didn't get any more followers on Instagram. You would think if I was getting all those streams, they'd actually come to my Instagram and check more things out, but nah. they didn't. Yeah. So it's like I stopped. I stopped doing that, and then like, you know, people be like, "Yo, you're gassing your your numbers up," and I'm like, first of all, I only did it on like one song, and I didn't know what I was even doing. I didn't think that was going to be the case. Right. Because <laughs> your monthly listeners go up too when you do that. So my monthly listeners went up to like eleven thousand. And like for a minute, I'm like, oh man, they're really liking the song. And next thing you know, the the song goes off the playlist and your numbers just dramatically go down. The song stops getting played. Your monthly listeners will go from 11,000 to like 9,000 to then 9,000 to like 4,000. Then you're back at like where you started from. Wow. You know? Yeah, that's that's the thing. That's why I'm in the terrestrial radio game. I'm just like, you know what? This is dope. We don't do payola over here. And, uh, you know. We just we just keep it pushing. I, I I feel you on that. Yeah. Yeah, but and, it, but it's in the podcast game too. It's in the media game. Like any, anything where things are streaming, people people gas things, and it's sad, you know. Yeah, I mean, but there's, there's a difference though between that and marketing. You know what I mean? True. Like marketing, marketing is a whole different aspect. Like you could just buy your numbers and buy your way on the top of playlists and stuff. But I, I like the marketing aspect of it. Like you know, it's like digital marketing is the way to go these days you know no one's really checking the placemats on diners anymore to go call a business right. you know what i'm saying so <laughs> right I, I say this all the time i think instagram ads is the future i think i think if you're somebody looking for new music or or new art it is a good way to market yourself because yeah, yeah. if you're if you're an art freak like me you, you fall in love with it because you because for me i'll be finding so much music and i'll be like this is so great <laughs> and, it, and it just works it just works yeah no man for sure like it's, it's definitely the way to go and for not even music though for any business you know it's i agree i i agree you're very to, uh, yeah you're a very transparent uh transparent person i apologize um <laughs> have you ever gotten to a point where it's like you know what sometimes i'm i'm being so personal and maybe i want to share some of the stories later down the line for future projects or maybe the world's just not ready to hear this side of me yet mm. um yeah that's that's actually interesting um you know, I've dropped very personal tracks mm -hmm. and uh, gave people a side of me that they probably didn't know. Interesting. You know, people, people that like teammates and, you know, certain friends, like not close, close friends, um, you know, people that knew me from college and stuff. And mm -hmm. I was always like a, a jokester and stuff. And then I, you know, life hit me and I, I went into slipped into a depression for a little bit and started making these songs of how I was feeling. And, you know, they're very personal songs and I feel like a lot of people could relate to them but like I feel like sometimes they're like you know I had a girl DM me one time like a friend of, of mine from from my hometown mm -hmm. and she was like yo man like you're really talented and everything but don't you think you should like try and you know make a song that's more like catchy and like not so sad all the time and I'm like what like I don't know what I'm like I don't know what you want me to tell you like this is how I'm feeling <laughs> right. you know it's like right. <laughs> I, I literally like for a while, like I was talking with my engineer one day, I was like, I can't even, I can't imagine making it like a pop song right now or like a, a fun song. I just, I don't have it in me. 
And that's why I was like dropping like dreams and scars back to back. And I felt like certain people were like, all right, this kid is just making like sad music. Like, you know, I, I don't want to listen to sad music right now, you know? Right. And that's, I, you know, I like being personal on tracks. To me, that's the, the best type of music I relate to mm-hmm. on those long drives. Like, you know, I'll play, you know, some of Drake's stuff. Like, uh, I don't know if you ever heard the song Losses off of um, the, the demo tape. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was. Deep, Deep Pockets is one of my favorites, personally. But yeah. Honestly, man, like his, his like slower, meaningful, like personal stuff is my favorite Drake. Oh, yeah, so of course. So I like making music like that. that. That's how I like to make it. But mm-hmm. I don't want to like, you know, just like get labeled as that type of artist you know like i want to be able to like yeah. do everything yeah no i i get it but I, i've heard you switch it up like your latest oh no, yeah for sure for sure yeah uh it had more of a, a bay area type of vibe yeah on this yeah 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 mm-hmm. that, that that one i was like i was like okay he's switching it up yeah, for sure, man. I, I like that one, too. Like, I like the party, too, man. But I was just going through some stuff, you know? Like, I, I rap how I feel. Like, you know, that was probably a point in my life where, you know, last year I was having a good time. And I was like, all right, like, you know, let's make a lit track. <laughs> right. Beat selection-wise, I mean, I, I hear the East Coast New York influence because sometimes uh-huh. some of the beats are just, they're gritty. But then I also hear the trap influence and all that, which yeah. is really dope. Yeah, no, nah, man, um, you know, I, I just like what I like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could be scrolling through YouTube and I'll find a beat or, or beat stars or someone will show me a beat that they made. Whatever, like, attracts to my ears, like, mm-hmm. whatever I think I can hear myself on, like, I like it, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll rap on whatever. I've never been picky and, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'll try it first. If it's not working, it doesn't work. But, you know, at least I gave it a try. Right. But I think, I, I think I've done a pretty good time of beat selection so far people say they like my beats yeah no i i agree it's just so funny because with regional hip-hop right uh especially being from a a metropolitan area such as jersey and everything sometimes the music's so gritty and and tight-knit because of people just being in the city whereas like california and the south like we have a little bit more space so it's like you you hear the space in the music, and, yeah. And I I don't know if you you view music that way. Maybe I'm just a weirdo and an alien, but uh, no, no, definitely not. I definitely do, bro. Like you're definitely not a weirdo. I I hear that too for sure. Yeah. So so that, so so that's why I was like, maybe maybe the music's like that because that's where he's from. You know. I mean, obviously, you're gonna sound like your region to a certain extent, no matter how much you like a certain artist or a, another region sound somewhere in there you're gonna hear where that person's from so when, when i would hear the music i was like oh yeah he's he's from the east coast not necessarily new york but but, but you you could hear it oh for sure yeah no no doubt man for sure in my voice and in the beats too like yeah mm-hmm. i mean i like the region the regional music that i'm in like i definitely like uh you know i was a huge fan of fetty Wap. that was kind of like a different type of sound for this oh, area yeah. for sure Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying, and and then you worked with Sue Surf just recently, right? Yeah, yeah, we did a song. I mean, I didn't ever meet him. I just sent him the song. He he rapped on it, but, but yeah, this song's crazy. I think you're gonna like that one. Yeah, but that's cool. That, do you want to talk about gritty? That one's gritty. <laughs> but, but see, but see, that's that's dope. I mean, especially two cats from Jersey, you know, making it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Fetty Wap stuff, 
it's interesting because for those who don't know, I, I, I do some clubs, you know, I do some house parties here and there. It ain't always uh, underground, chill hop, um, neo soul around here. And Fetty Wap on some like LA turn up stuff, he, he has some records where you could just like slide that in and people turn up and it goes up. So shout out to people Fetty Wap. People subbed on his new album. Yeah, you know, I had heard a few joints. Um, and shout out to my guy, DJ Robbie De Niro. He was like the main one bigging up that project. He was just like, yo, this new Fetty Wap is crazy. And I'm like, really? I was like, let me let me take a listen. And, you know, the few records that I got into, I was like, man, you know, maybe maybe there, there sh- should be more publicity around this or people pushing it. Yeah, I heard he's like not he's not i think he's independent now so you know it's all, it on, be, it's all on him it bees like that especially when you don't got that label marketing yeah uh, uh, i've i've seen it because i i remember a few years back i was like man whatever happened to a marie i was in college and i was like she was dope and then i look and she's like doing the tour and like dropping new music and then like i've seen that happen with like a lot of different people like maya or just like other artists that were popping in the 2000s you're like what happened to so-and-so like and, and here's a funny one <laughs> aaron carter right mm-hmm. i was like i was like i was like what happened to aaron carter like you know like the, you know disney channel dumb stuff right and then and then you look and you're like oh snap aaron carter's still kind of popping but it's yep. it's because they don't have that <laughs> they don't have that push no nah, check check this one bro i was watching uh ridiculousness last uh two nights ago Mm-hmm. The guest, the guest was JoJo. Remember her? Oh, oh my God! Yes, bro. I, I checked the date. I'm like, why is JoJo on here? Like, does she have like a? Is this from like 2013? It was a new episode from 2020, and she was explaining how she just won a Grammy. <laughs> and I'm like, hey man, like 16 years later of when she like dropped uh, "It's a Little Too Late" or whatever that song was called, and that's the only song I've ever known by her. Right, but that label was pushing her, and like that, I guess they just dropped her after that. <laughs> no, it's yo, yo, yo. Side note, side note. Uh, <laughs> one of our hosts on another show that I'm I'm on on KQBH Syndicate Radio LA. Our our new host Sammy Joe the Fox has the biggest crush on JoJo. Like it, it is it is the the wildest thing. Um, so it, it's so funny that you brought that up because because <laughs> like she's like met her in person she like got lap dance like it's like this whole thing it, it's, it's literally this whole thing so it, it's i felt like it was a good time to kind of cross promote but it yeah some of these they, they don't even show a lot of these people who actually win the grammys like you you won't see them give a speech you won't see them do any of that so yeah it's, it's wild man the industry it goes back to our conversation man the industry it's hard to gauge it's hard to gauge what's right what's up what's wrong uh because it's not as objective as you think a lot of it's subjective yeah and i think it comes down to like just personal relationships or and networking honestly you know oh, you, oh, you yes. never know who you're gonna you never know who you're gonna bump into and i know like dj drewski is big out here Oh, and yeah, he's, he's, he's huge. Yeah, he's he's doing like I mean he's huge everywhere, but he's especially he's located here. So, you know he's trying to he he push artists all the time. Right. And, you know you never know what you what he could do for you or who whoever man like you never know who's the next big thing. Like 
uh, Coyle Ray, right? Like, right. She blew. She blew up out of New Jersey. Man, that's that's insane, yo. Like, shout out, shout out to to everybody who's doing it. I mean, especially with the pandemic. Do you feel, in terms of your artistry, because I know it helped you in the recording process and putting things out. Uh, do you think it held anything back for you at all, or everything's been mostly positive? Um, yeah, it definitely helped me back from a little thing, uh, a few things. Um, yeah, like the creative process for me was like I loved it because I was locked in every single day. Like, right. like I said, like you know, I have that. We talked about it before. I I have that drive to like want to be good and, and and learn to be good, and so that way, I like I woke up every day and was just like, I was trying to like just rap it in the day for like a certain amount of hours and rap at night and i made a lot of songs that are going to be on this upcoming album in this time period in that time period and um <clears throat> what hurt me the most was probably just not be able to go out in person because i need to get better at marketing myself on instagram and and hop on the wave of tiktok and just oh yeah actually man. sit down and find out how to do that because like i'm i'm not I'm not into the TikTok wave, man, but that's where everything's happening right now. And like, I, I'm limiting myself by just staying on one platform. I'm not really even on Twitter like that. So it's like, I need to, I wasn't good at that. So yeah, it was a good time, like being creative, but for the, everything else, it, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't really beneficial because I wasn't able to go out. I like going out in person and doing shows and meeting people. And that's right. how I got a lot of my following. Like I was doing sponsored ads and stuff too, but at, at the time, but at the same time, like, I didn't want to be spending so much money while I wasn't getting an income, you know, like, Oh yeah. Smart man. I mean, <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. Unless you got somebody who's literally sponsoring you or, you know, investing in you or you have a label, this music stuff is expensive. Let me tell you, it is, it is not cheap. So yeah, I, you're I, telling I, me, man. I definitely relate to that. To be honest, I've been, debating tiktok and sometimes i'm just like dude i can't do it man <laughs> as a dj i'm just like yo i'm kind of cool on radio like i feel like my following's on like instagram and just a little bit of twitter here and there but i feel you it's 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 tough when you're an artist artist like when, you, when you're out here like putting out music and things of that nature like yeah i and, and, and here's the thing we're we're like straight up millennials um you know 90s kids like and and you're, you're turning 30 this year right because i'm 29 so that means i don't know if you're already 30 or i'm turning 30 in october yeah oh yeah so you really like i'm on my grown man stuff like i ain't trying to be on tiktok where these kids are yeah man 100 percent. like that's just that's the way it is like i don't what am i gonna bring to the table on tiktok but like i i could just like bring my songs on i mean I, I know what i can bring to the table but at the same time like i just need to figure out how to do it in a way where like it's not i want to do it yeah. i don't want to start da dancing around and doing shit <laughs> like that like yeah, it's yeah like, no, I, I don't think anybody <laughs> wants to do that yeah i just I, I i had this joke um i had this debate with one of my friends from school and it was basically that like i don't understand uh unless unless you have kids uh, or I, I would even give it if you're in a relationship. Like, if you're single and you ain't got no kids and you're on TikTok doing dances, I don't, I don't know what to say to you. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you, you old. What's wrong with you? What do you do? What are you doing? <laughs> like, you don't gotta jump on every wave. 
<laughs> like yeah i mean i mean dude like to, to be honest like i shouldn't say i don't want to do it but like i just need to figure out how to do it like i look at someone like the baby right the baby's marketing tactics when he was on the on the come up were like insane this guy would dress up in like a diaper right. and like go and promote himself and rapping in like a giant diaper or something like you know stuff like that like he he made the means to want to make it and that's what you have to do in this industry like i was having a conversation with one of my friends and like he's trying to make it in the the fitness industry and that's just some, just as competitive you know what i'm saying like you know you got to have the body you got to have the look you got to have the knowledge you got to have the exercises the the camera ability to edit and make your videos look like you know attractive enough that people want to like actually learn from you and right. you know we were talking about it's like man like you know we're in the same boat because we're not playing the game we got to play the game we got to go on the tiktoks we got to get on the twitter we got to do all that stuff and it's just like we're, we're not doing it because we're like stuck in our ways of like not wanting to do it and it's just got to change like i want to i want to make this my life and i just don't you know i got to figure out a way to like make it happen on all those platforms you know <laughs> man i i i agree yeah you'll lock in you'll, you'll figure it out yeah I'm, I'm sure i will but it's just like i every time i look at the freaking logo of tiktok i'm like oh man <laughs> right have you done any this place, shows this place is so this place is so ruthless too i was looking at the comments oh one time, right oh yeah it's crazy it, i was just it's like, the internet. oh my god yo like it's worse than instagram i like you know you just see like random stuff on there and it's like yo what <laughs> I think the worst is YouTube and Reddit. I feel like the stuff that people say on YouTube and Reddit, I just I just feel like, whoa, <laughs> you would not say that in person to that person. I would, you would, oh you my would God. Never, you would never, you'd be so scared to do it. Like, I feel like those are the people like, like the comment section are, is where some of the worst people live. <laughs> like, it is like, like, the reddit one is like i think like the worst people on the planet probably like just live there and just like they're just there all the time i've never seen reddit but i know youtube and and for a fact it's like they must have the worst day ever and just unleash all their steam on the comment section you know what i mean like they must just be so mad at something they're like i gotta go comment on youtube this terrible whatever comment to this person (laughs) no and if there's anybody listening that does that on the regular i don't feel sorry so you, i'm not apologizing you need to stop <laughs> you, yeah. you need to work on yourself <laughs> you need yeah. to figure out why you're so angry <laughs> there's there's no reason when this airs we're both gonna get like negative comments in our YouTube right system. right the station's gonna like be like hey Justin, you can't be you can't be saying nah 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 nah, nah. They, I, I think a lot of people at the station would agree but 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 uh, but yeah, have you done any shows post pandemic? Because we're we're kind of in the in the uh, post era ish. Yeah, I've done um, I've done probably like five or six, maybe now. Nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, I'm rocking with a really nice crew right now. Uh, Thorough Entertainment. Oh, shout um, out to them. Yeah, shout out to Thorough. They're my guys. They, we met through music too. Like they, uh, my boy uh, Brett. We call him Biggs. He came to one of my f- first shows ever in 2019, November 2019, kind of right before the pandemic was about to start, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, he uh, 
he was like, yo, like this, you're dope, man. Like, this is awesome. Like, I'm, I'm a, I make beats and everything. And, you know, I shoot videos, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we ended up tapping in together, shooting tax day freestyle video. And we, we shot a, uh, a freestyle video over one of his beats in his room and just became like really close friends after that. And like, he opened up his own studio with, uh, with my boy, Joey. And they have a uh, thorough entertainment studios now. It's basically like, you know, a recording studio, a streetwear shop, and they do videography and DJ DJing services also. Wow. So uh, they're they've uh they've got me to do a, quite a few shows. They um, you know, they've hosted a few shows and they always, you know, look out for me and because they, you know, they're rocking with me. So um Oh man. Their thing right now is like they're doing like all these graduation parties and stuff. So they're DJing like in in parks and backyards and they'll bring me out to do like two songs to get my name out there for like in front of like you know high school kids or even eighth grade kids like whatever party they're doing i'll do like one song or two songs and just try to get my name out through there too you know hey man salute yeah they're doing they're they're doing a really good job man i I owe them a lot that's really awesome man i i wanted to know has it been hard to kind of get back out there or was it like man it's like i never left i've been waiting to get back out here (laughs) um the first one after i was like it was like i never left but then like you start doing them and like um i don't know like it was almost like i like taking a break from it for a while then coming back to it rather than doing them like every other week you know what i'm saying or like every other yeah you know couple months it was like it was almost like a shock value i was doing it again so i was really feeling it and then like once you get like kind of in the loop like i was like i don't know it was weird. Right. Because sometimes because it, I guess it was, yeah. And then also like work started back up. So like sometimes I was, I had to like, you know, work a long day and go to do a show and you never know what happens at work and like that. So, oh yeah, no, big time, big time. Are there any activities that you're still putting on hold until things get better with the pandemic? Because there's certain things for me, like I have not gone to a club yet. I, I mean, I've, I've DJed, but like, been in a crowd like i'm kind of like i don't know it's kind of it's kind of weird right now you know yeah i mean i, I kind of pick and choose where i want to go like jersey's been wide open for the last like month now nice so like yeah it's you know you walk into a place and there's like i don't know if you've ever been in new jersey bro but nah, new yet. jersey summer nah bro new jersey summertime's different down the jersey shore it's like they get after it down there you know we, we get after it down there so like, <laughs> I it's only uh imagine. you know we we go we go hard down there man and, you know covid was like almost non-existent at certain points even in 2020 summer 2020 there were certain bars that were just like didn't care <laughs> like, i believe it yeah there's there's certain parts of california yeah. like orange county they did not care <laughs> riverside county oh yeah no no, there, there was there was no shutdown. What, what y'all talking yeah. about? L.A. Nah, County? Man, but, oh yeah, we were shut down. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. But like the Jersey Shore, like for the most part, like they have rules and regulations last year, but it still was crazy. But now this year, it's just fully open and like back to normal. So it's good to see that. I'm just a little like concerned sometimes being around that many people because like, bro, I'm telling you, you ever see the first episode of SpongeBob with the sardines? Oh yeah, no, come on, come on, yeah. That is crazy. a that is an accurate depiction of what it looks like. <laughs> I'm telling there might even be waves. <laughs> like, Yo. I, I've gotten, I've walked into to this club called DJ's before. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, it's one of the most like premier Jersey Shore bars. Like everyone just goes there and gets wild. 
like house music, club music, whatever. And everyone's like just doing their thing in the dance floor, getting hammered. You walk, I walked in there one night, like two years ago, and I got lost in like the current of the crowd. Like I walked in, I got like sucked in and just got pushed like, to, you know what I'm saying? Like around the corner to the dance floor. It's just like, I didn't want to do this right now. <laughs> wow, you just got attacked. You just, literally, you're, you're just like, I'm gonna put my toe, my pinky toe in the water. And then you just got snatched. Bro, you have to mentally prepare to go in there. Oh so, my god! At least, at least I do. I do. It's like, all right, oh. this is the type of night we're gonna have. This is, this is what we're doing. When things <laughs> get better and I go to Jersey, yeah, you gotta be my tour guide because I. I got you. Oh man! And then, and then you said uh, you're gonna come through to LA soon, right? Yeah, I'm looking to get out there um, in the fall. Maybe do like a couple like open mics or yeah, or man. whatever it is. If I can get a show out there too, yeah. I would love to get out there yeah no for sure i mean definitely holla at me swing my way uh i really want to ask you before we get out of here what's next what can we expect from you expect a lot man um i'm dropping an album i haven't decided whether it's going to be like late july or august yet but nice. i'm dropping like a, a full a full length album um i'm shooting my third video for the album tomorrow i'm planning Woo! to shoot five nice so um I want to do the Sue Surf video real bad with him, but I gotta, I gotta get my money right for that one. Oh, and yeah, then, um, yeah, yeah, man, like I'm telling you, just merch just coming. Um, all these new songs, I got, I already have a mixtape planned for after the album. So we're just, I'm just gonna keep the ball rolling, man. I like to stay ahead of, one step ahead all the time, you know. Yeah, so. man, and it's a good summer. A lot of people have been dropping, from the biggest names to you know the up and coming names and i've been just enjoying all the music that's been coming out man it's it's been beautiful i i, I love the fact that even in a crisis in in the last year and a half the creativity did not stop and the music oh my god chef's kiss beautiful so i'm i'm, I'm definitely looking forward to what you're gonna release and you already know just run it to me i'm, I'm gonna play it and support you so I appreciate it, man. I tried some new things too on this one, like you know, a lot more melodies and singing and stuff. And dope. Uh, you know, definitely got the bars on there too, still. So yeah, I'm definitely, man. definitely looking to 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 do this soon, man. I, I want to get it out. Like I just want to get it off my chest. It's kind of weighing me down, but it's I guess it's part of the process. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, it's definitely part of the process. I I know what that's like. But, but young Benny, man, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, and then and then soon we got to actually get you in the studio and do a video interview with it. So we we, we getting there. We getting there. Um, I'm telling you, man, like in the fall, I'll be out there for sure. I got to either late fall, like October, November. I'm there, bro. Awesome, man. Well, to all the listeners out there, thank you so much for supporting the show and supporting the station. Uh, also, thank you to all the people that participated in the fundraiser man i had a lot of fun doing that and we're just gonna go ahead and keep it pushing but 101.5 kqbh this is the great late show i'm justin muzak y'all have a good night and i will catch y'all next week peace